The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Hey there, and welcome to part two of our two-part series, The Wake-Up Call of Your Soul. In this episode, we're going to share how we change some long-standing belief patterns. I'm Sienna. And I'm Toast. We've been partners in life, love, and music since 2001. And we believe life is best lived as a love story. Your love story. After all, to love well is to live well. For more, check out SiennaAndToast.com. But for now, here's this episode. Hey there, and welcome once again. We're going to talk about waking up your soul. Part two. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks so much for joining us today and spending your time with us. We so appreciate all of you. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the circle of love and lighthearted spiritual talk. (laughs) Yes, that's what we do in this podcast. We do lighthearted spiritual talk with dad jokes. Dad jokes? Yeah, don't you think? Yeah, like cat dad jokes, maybe. Yeah. Are you the dad? I guess I'm I'm the dad. dad. Oh, you know, my eyes See, feel that's sleepy one of today. Them. See, that's one of them. That's a dad what? joke, right? Is that a dad that joke? That I'm the cat dad. Ha, ha. I guess you're the cat dad. Okay. All right. The dikey dad. The dad dyke. Yeah. The cat. You know, people think that the word dyke is offensive. But I, think I think it's think... been used as, yeah, it's definitely been used as a pejorative. Yeah, but I think that in our time, our day, mm-hmm. it wasn't as bad i think now it's like you just really aren't supposed to use it maybe maybe it's not that far but i don't know anyways or maybe it's okay that we use it because we are i mean i'm not a dyke but <laughs> you are <laughs> so i can use it because you are yeah anyways it's strange huh whatever all the uh <sighs> innuendo the implication the unspoken inference that's our song unspoken oh yeah we have a song that we wrote called unspoken okay anyways we're just like going really just saying anything we want all right let's get back on topic (laughs) that we chose we chose this topic well we should tell but we should share about ikea yes we also the topic yes we also chose and we actually wrote it down that we wanted to share with you about our recent visit to ikea you know kind of similar to trader joe's Ikea is actually a destination it is. for people <laughs> who live in areas without an Ikea or without right. a Trader Joe's, right? So when you have visitors come into town, mm-hmm. where do they want to go? Ikea. 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 So I have to tell you that on my very first trip to Washington, and I was living in Hawaii at the time, mm-hmm. the friend that I was staying with there 
had a basket of, you know, like catalogs and magazines. Okay. And I remember seeing the IKEA catalog for okay. the very first time ever. So you had never heard of IKEA never before this? Never heard of it. No. Okay. No. And I was just, you know, living in Hawaii at the time. I wasn't, I hadn't moved anywhere You had or been whatever. born and raised on the rock. Yeah. 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 And then, so I saw this catalog and I'm like, ooh, IKEA, what is this? <laughs> What is this catalog? Yes, that's right. You and I picked have. it up. Yeah, that's right. Looked through it. And I was like, oh my God, it's so inexpensive. Look at all this cool stuff. Mm-hmm. And that was way back when, right? Right. Now they have cool stuff. <laughs> now they have every anything you could need or want is probably at Ikea. It probably is. I was going to say except for food. But no, they have food no, too. No, they have food. <laughs> yeah. There's a whole grocery yeah. section now at Ikea. Yeah. But it is beyond the registers. So a tip is, you know, make sure you explore that area. Um, Sienna always has a tip. For your budget, right? Like, make sure you explore that area. So anyways, what happened is we had some lovely friends come to visit and we hadn't seen them in so long and actually for the for the like day one podcast listeners of Sienna and Toast which was originally Girl Meets Girl which then turned into McKenna Monday podcast which then turned into the Sienna and Toast podcast which then turned into the Sienna and Toast show for the day oneers you may remember the bad cats which we've spoken a lot about in way earlier episodes so we've known them for quite a long time but we finally got to see them after so long. And one of the things on their list is they wanted to go to Ikea. So that is what we did. And, you know, Toast and I were like, yeah, let's go. We haven't gone in so long. Mm-hmm. And we didn't need anything. We're just like, yeah, let's go. Let's go. Do we need to take right. a bag or a cart in with us? Nah. No. We don't need a bag, you, but you guys take a bag. Yeah. You guys are going to see gonna, stuff. I'm just going to... You know, yeah, no, we don't need a bag. Okay, well... An hour later. <laughs> I think it's more than an hour. We're paying arms, 50-something dollars at my the cash arms, register. But see, that's what's beautiful. 50-something dollars, and I'm going to tell people what we bought. Do you remember every single thing? Yes, I do. Wow. But okay. I had my arms were completely full. Yeah. Toast's arms were full. And we're walking around. <laughs> Should have got that bag. We don't need a bag. <laughs> it all, well, it all started with seeing something that oh, we you thought should tell, you should tell people why our cat could use. But we need to follow up and explain to people why IKEA. Oh, for those of you who may not be aware. What's funny about that? Not that that's even funny. I think it's funny. I think it's like Pipe Line. I think it's like Pipe Line kind of funny. So the Hawaiian language has has a lot of vowels, and all the vowels are, I don't even know what you call that, pronounced phonetically. I don't know. But if if you saw IKEA spelled out, in Hawaiian, you would pronounce it Ikea. That's... Okay. Thank you for all. explaining. Yes. Yeah. So, anywho... Okay. So, do you, do you want to know what we bought? I know you know, Give toast. me a refresher. I'm I know... Yeah. <laughs> I know... I don't remember everything. Okay. Now, here's the thing. Don't forget, Toast just said we ended up spending 50-something dollars 
But wait till I you hear it, it was. It was, it was, it was like fifty three oh eight. Yeah, or it was in the like low fifties. Mm-hmm. Um, but wait till you hear what we got with fifty dollars <laughs> okay. worth. Fifty dollars worth of stuff. Okay, so we got six rolls of wrapping paper. We got one large ball of beautiful twine to go with the wrapping paper. Like Baker's twine. Mm-hmm. It was black and craft twisted. Beautiful. We got a giant roll of coordinating gift tag stickers. We got three bags of organic gummy Nordic horses <laughs> and Vikings. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds bags. ridiculous when you say it like that. <laughs> Two bags of sour Nordic horse and Viking gummies, and then another one that was decorative Nordic horses. <laughs> that was the plain gummy. It really, okay. you know, I just have to say, it doesn't matter what shape the gummy is in. Oh no, it does. It does? What do you mean? That what makes that's what make you makes you buy it. Yeah, but when you eat it, it doesn't matter. Yeah, but part of it is is picking it out of the bag and looking at it. <laughs> is this really a Viking head? <laughs> is this a Nordic horse or just a horse? Okay, and then also a cake icing decorating kit. That was the biggest deal. Yes, well, because actually, I wanted that, that for so long. That and the tunnel. Wait, was the biggest wait. deals. I'm going in an order. Oh. Okay, so the cake icing decorating kit with which had the um the tool that combs around the side of a cake. So if you want it all like with nice grooves, if you want some other kind of design. Actually our friend Ryan will know what the names of these items are. Our pastry chef. So Ryan, you're gonna have to friend. tell us like I don't even know what that tool is called. What is that tool? It's like a Ryan plastic Pellis. stencil kind of thing. Anyway, well, but that was a very exciting purchase because this kind of pastry icing decorating kit had been something that Sienna, you've been wanting this for months now. Maybe right? years. Been, I just, well, maybe years. That's true. Maybe it's just, years. I it's been one of those things. Justify that, getting it because how, even though I love making things, like how often do I do it? Right. So I'm like, I'm not. But if you're at Ikea. And it's only like $7. <laughs> it was less. I don't know what yeah. it was. But anyways. Okay. So, and then, so that was really exciting. And then a rolling pin. <laughs> we have not had a rolling pin in our house. In a long time. We got Years. rid of our. Okay. And but then now we have one. We are on the last two items, Ikea. folks. A giant tunnel in the child section. We don't have a child. Well, we do, but it's a cat. Yes. For Bear. So now when he runs through his... Because they have cat tunnels that are like... That cost more. Maybe 14 inches in diameter. And he, you know, he would get stuck and he'd run really fast and he'd be taking the tunnel with him. So now this giant one, which I will tell you is a complete eyesore in the house... However, he loves it, and he can sit up in it and have room above his head. $14. That was $14. That's what started it all. That's the purchase that started it all. (laughs) And then an impulse item, this last item, an impulse buy, which is a reflective cat collar 
at the register oh, that yeah. turned out to be very beautiful on him, but it's it's a dud. Don't it's buy the bulky, collar. And it's actually not well designed. It's not. But it looks nice. Surprisingly. On him. Yeah. For but don't yeah. fall for it. Yeah. So anyways, okay, don't so six that one. six rolls of wrapping paper, twine, gift stickers, a giant tunnel for bear, a collar, three bags of gummy bears or gummy horses and Vikings. <laughs> Um, a cake decorating kit and a rolling pin for fifty three oh eight. So we felt good about it, but it was just funny because <laughs> you walk in there thinking, "Don't need anything. Don't need anything I in know. here." Oh goodness! And you walk out with all this stuff. That was just but, you know, crazy. It's we we built it into the budget, and there's you know, so we, we're, we're flexible. There's so many budget, things so. I still wanted to get there. Okay, anyhow, can you relate? <laughs> you probably can relate, right? A lot of people can relate to this, I'm sure. Well, you know what? I think people, if if you have not been to IKEA in a long time, I think, like us, you will be surprised that they have appliances now. That was the biggest surprise for me. Yeah, I was like, wait a minute, they're they're selling refrigerators and ranges. They're selling mm-hmm. uh, sinks. Well, right? no, they've like always different... sold sinks. Oh, did they? Yeah. Okay, see, I didn't know that. Cabinetry, all that stuff, right? But, sinks, cabinetry. Wow. But then I didn't know they sell coffee makers and things like that. Hmm. That was a... I missed that. That was a shock. Hmm. And what about the arrows? The arrows on the floor? Mm-hmm. I, I didn't notice them, but... What? Yeah, I didn't notice That's... them. But you just keep walking like a rat in a maze and... But you follow the and arrows. And it's very entertaining. Yeah, I was, I was unconsciously following the arrows. That's how well designed <laughs> their showroom and floor space is. Okay. Let's move on to our topic. Okay. So the topic is belief systems, belief patterns, energy patterns, habits, these frameworks that just stay with you and that kind of dictate how you make your choices and live life and approach life and see things that happen. A short way of saying all of that is a paradigm. Yes. What paradigm is is in your thinking mind, mm-hmm. right? As you're looking at your life and seeing what happens and making decisions about how you're going to engage. Well, so, you know, so many of our paradigms are unconsciously created mm-hmm. and or so just many given of them, to us because of yes. the culture that we are born yes. into so so many of them the main ones that we carry with us mm-hmm. tend to have been um sort of locked in between the ages of zero and seven that's when we've learned our main core paradigms mm. and the so really we, really foundational ones yeah yeah mm-hmm. so that's something important to take a look at. And then we develop, of course, other ones as we continue to live mm-hmm. our lives. Mm-hmm. But why this is so important for for us, for you, is that this really is the instrumental piece to really pay attention to in order to know what to change and even how to change it. Well, that's another interesting thing of like how paradigms are formed and how they're changed. Mm-hmm. 
is there's two ways, right? The first is by repetition. And the second is by intensity or impact. Like if something makes a really big impact on you, like that's those, that's what they call the come to Jesus moment, right? The altar yeah. call where something just hits you and you, you have this intense experience or this intense emotion or feeling that can really shift your perspective on life. Sometimes right. it can be an accident or a diagnosis. Um, Sometimes it can be going to a concert. Yes. You know, it can be a seemingly negative impact mm-hmm. or a an ultra positive feeling yeah. impact. Right. But something that's really intense and memorable Strongly, and that yes, just yes. sticks in your emotional mind, impact. Right. Yes. And then the other one is repetition. And I think that's the one that is what forms our initial paradigms. Because when you're at such a young age, you're just a sponge for information, right? The rate at which you're learning things is unmatched at any other time in your human lifespan, right? When you're so young, you're starting with a right. supposedly a, a more or less blank slate, not totally blank slate, but you know, you're soaking up all this information and the things that you learn are things like your name and language and the difference between left and right and the difference between your body and the rest of the world. <laughs> and, yeah. and it's just, you're just learning those things just through repetition. It's mm-hmm. not like some kind of intense experience, but right. it gets repeated so much that you learn your name. And so, but, but that repetition is also how paradigms are formed, but also, also how you can change it. Like exactly. You mentioned, right. 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 So, but f- so for the repetition piece in terms of when you're ready to make the change mm-hmm. for the repetition part, there are two things needed with that. And that would be structure so how are you going to go about with the repetition part? Hmm. How are you going to repeat it? You know, repeat the new paradigm. Ritualize it, yeah. So you, yeah. you're going to need structure and you're also going to need support because you just can't do it alone. So you hmm. need some kind of support to help you maintain the structure. Hmm. Oh, yes. But and I guess we should say that the whole Wait, can I say, can I say something? Yeah. So if, if you all hear little like smacking, it's Bear who's having a snack in the, in the, in the recording room. He's just like smacking it down, (laughs) enjoying his wellness cat food. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say how, you know, paradigms or the patterns that we we tend to fall into, they're not necessarily bad things. It's just um, like we talked about, I think we talked about this in the previous episode, there's two sides to everything. So the patterns that we learn do serve us because it's really inefficient if you have to relearn every single thing from scratch all the freaking time, Mm. right? So... When you move into a new house, at first, you're going to be turning on or using the wrong light switches, right? And having to think twice about how to get to a certain part of the house or whatever. And when you wake up in the middle of the night to use a bathroom, you're going to have to think a little bit about it. But after you've been living Mm -hmm. there for a while, you can just do it in the dark. 
right? Right. You know, just go to make your way to the bathroom in the dark. It's not a big deal because you've Unless learned... you saw a scary movie. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's part of the yes, evolutionary yes. Right. Uh, functionality that we come with. Right. Which right. helps make our life easier in many, many, many ways. Right. But sometimes it makes our life harder. Right. So paradigms in and of themselves are not bad. They're, it's just a set of belief systems. It's the box we live live within. Mm-hmm. And so um, in this part two, this is part two, right? Yeah. Yeah. In this part two, <laughs> what are we doing, Paul? Of our two-part series, um, we're speaking about paradigms. The paradigms that have kept us stuck in the discontent that we spoke about in part one. Mm-hmm. So that's how we're, we're speaking on paradigms today mm-hmm. and how to change those paradigms that no longer serve us. Yeah. And I guess it's kind of that, that thing of, yeah, you're going to develop a paradigm or you're going to develop a framework or pattern of behavior that helps you at a certain point in your life. But as you keep living life, that same pattern may become a hindrance mm-hmm. to moving on to the mm-hmm. next part of your life. Right. Right. Yeah, totally. Okay. Exactly. Very well so, said, Toast. Well, thank you. Why don't you give an example? Okay. So in our last episode, I shared with you how I was raised as an evangelical Christian girl. And that came with its own set of paradigms, belief systems, cultural and social norms. And I experienced discontent with that and a longing for a spiritual framework that was more, what do you call it, cohesive, coherent, that made more sense, that was more inclusive of all of life experience instead of just a narrower life experience. And what's interesting is that in the course of, of going through that journey, which I'm still on and I will never stop being on, uh, I developed a new paradigm that revolved around the personal development space, the, mm-hmm. the spiritual self-help kind of world. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Right. Uh, things that a, a self-help kind of a culture that emphasize things like meditation, affirmations, vision boards, uh, that kind of stuff. And while that served me in, in one way, because, hey, it, was, it wasn't the evangelical Christianity. It, it also, as I continued to grow, was a hindrance to the next thing for, for me, the next part of mm. development of my life. Mm-hmm. What happened was I began to realize that it, uh, I, I, my experience of it, I'll just speak for myself, my experience of that world of affirmations and vision boards and meditation and stuff started to feel 
like it was so so obviously embedded within the world of getting ahead and doing more and being more productive and achieving and um, rising in status and getting more for yourself. And while those things are not in and of themselves bad or evil, it just started to feel shallow or not not centered anymore on the spiritual inner life and development of character. It didn't feel like that for you. Right. Mm -hmm. Just speaking for myself. Mm -hmm. You know, I started to realize that for myself, I was uh, looking at these things or listening to teachings about these things or hearing teachings about these things from from a point, from a place of, um, well, what could those things get for me? In this in this outward status, uh, in the outward status kind of way, mm-hmm. instead of focusing on what I really felt more interested and drawn to and really on fire about, which was about developing an inner strength and an inner sense of expansive compassion an inner sense of expansive and gracious peace and calmness that could be brought to situations and to things and that could be extended to people, including myself. Instead of saying that, well, yeah, you should meditate because that's going to make you more productive. Mm. You know? So, so the intention behind it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just started to really notice that, hey, I was drawn to certain, a certain type of spiritual life, uh, which included spiritual practices. Um, But I wanted to be more centered and know for myself that I was centered um, or focused on the inner spiritual life, Mm -hmm. which of course would have effects and influence on my physical you know, outward life yeah. too, but I wanted the center to remain on character development and and just feeling this inner experience of connection with life and being uh, at one mm-hmm. with life and really feeling that in a, in a deep in a deep way mm-hmm. instead of being able to say, "Well, look, I made a million dollars with my visualization and vision board." You know, mm. without that having to be like, well, that's why you should do a vision board, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so that, so my old, the, that the older paradigm, which automatically gravitated and grabbed onto this whole like spiritual, not religious personal development kind of world that talked about hacks and tips and stuff, um, that started to feel constrictive. And so... I, through repetition, <laughs> more more than impact, I would say, um, started to uh, put that paradigm down and adopt a new paradigm, which, as I said, is ongoing. It's a it's a life endeavor, lifetime endeavor of having my my paradigm about my spiritual life be centered on a personal relationship 
with the force of life itself and the power of that life to heal and to reconnect me and my soul with life, to reconnect with life, to, to be more consciously aware and engaged with the evolution of humanity and human consciousness. Mm. And that's what feels so fulfilling. It feels like that feels more right to me, I guess. Mm -hmm. And, and what you said about needing structure and support. Mm -hmm. Oh man. It, yeah, I, it, it's really incredible how much our society, um, has not been about that. Um, because it, it takes, I think it takes a lot to, to keep reminding myself of this is the paradigm that, that does it for me. that is centered on the inner life. I think that's kind of all of our struggles, not to minimize your, your, that, the impact of that for you. Mm -hmm. But I think, and even with the repetition piece, mm -hmm. like continuing to repeat it, like continuing on. That's why it's a lifetime thing. I mean, thing. it really, it really is. And I think yeah. that with, you know, your, your journey of having had such a strong, how you mentioned the strong evangelical Christian upbringing mm -hmm. from such a young, young age. And that's what you were always around. Mm -hmm. I think that was such a huge gift in a way, because you came from that personal relationship with God. With my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Right. But yes. still it was a personal relationship, right? With, mm -hmm. with Jesus. Right. And then the gayness and that opened up, you know, questioning and, and, you know, research and all this other stuff. And then there was room for, you needed a new paradigm. Mm -hmm. The old paradigm never didn't work anymore. Right. And then, so eventually you found your way to the new thought, which you're talking about the meditation, affirmation, all that stuff, mm -hmm. which again, we're not saying it's bad in and of themselves. Like Toast didn't say they, they were bad, mm -hmm. but just the, the, Oftentimes what's out there that you can easily Google, what's out there does tend to be meditation to get this, affirmations to get that. So meditations, affirmations, vision boards, they are not bad in and of themselves. Like you really got to, it really does come from that inner, um, I guess that more authentic inner space that we're all cultivating and growing and learning and being with that helps us to truly see this is going to sound like to manifest what we want. Yes. But so much of the times, so much of the time we spend wanting something that we really don't want though <laughs> right because exactly. you don't because you exactly. are not in touch with the inner life yes you know Be what and, i mean and the, re you or think, the reason you you're think wanting that it. The, the thing that you want is going to bring about this inner life that you are desiring but it's not it doesn't work that way it doesn't, it doesn't work go outside from in. Outs yes not the outside in and mm -hmm. so when toast is talking about when you're talking about your the inner life. Yes, that's so true. But going back to the kind of your, your 
your evolution, it's like the, then when you went to the new thought space, mm-hmm. that allowed you to go, okay, wait, yeah, it was a good start, but now the discontent. It's not evangelical Christianity. Yes. The discontent <laughs> is there again. And then now you were able mm-hmm. to, in a way, marry both. The, your personal relationship with Jesus, but maybe it's not Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. And then some of the, the, the exercises from the New Thought world and perspectives there that are more open than evangelical Christian life to something that you can put together uh, that does feel right for you, which is now your own paradigm and set of beliefs that you've put together and picked and you know cherry-picked from this, from that, and then created your own things and put it all together for you. And I think that... Um, I, I do have a point. <laughs> We're all listening. Yeah, yeah. That the gift of your personal relationship with Jesus, that upbringing, mm-hmm. I think gave you a touchstone of what that could feel like so that when you were in the new thought world, you could feel what was missing. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think mean? that's a good point. Where some yes. people yes. don't have that relationship. They didn't grow up having a spiritual a paradigm that, that, included that included a personal, a personal dynamic the, there. Yes. Yeah. And True. so, so they look to, and oftentimes have been successful because they didn't have that thing to compare it with finding their personal relationship with spirit through meditation, through affirmation, through the vision board. But for you, you had already had that feeling of that personal kind of relationship. And so when you went to the new thought world, you're like, okay, something's missing. Mm -hmm. And then you were able to cultivate something for yourself that did feel more uh, fulfilling. Is that right? (laughs) Yeah, I think that's a great, I think that's a great valid perspective on it. And I also realized that, you know, because I wasn't raised in that new thought kind of spiritual, not religious thing, right? Mm -hmm. That wasn't my childhood experience. I would, I didn't come from that originally Mm -hmm. where I was introduced to it was through the quote unquote secular world, Mm -hmm. Mm right? Right through self-help books and, and seminars and websites and, and that sort of thing. Right. And, and See, because, up- because it came through the secular world, it had, it was, it was framed in the, a framework of, Hey, this is how you can get anything you want. Well, it's because you the know? secret, you know, when the secret came out, Oh, don't get me started. Ago, that, but everything about that show was that. How to get what you want. How to get what you want. Yeah. So it matters. I guess all of this to say, it matters what framework a message is delivered to you in. True. Very true. (laughs) And a framework is a paradigm. That's what we're talking about today. Right. Should I share mine? There's not much time, but I can share mine really fast. Share yours. Mine is so fast. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I okay. just went on and on and on. No, but it's but good no, because you, t- you shared anything. your story from in part one. And I think this is great closure for part two. So, okay. you know, people are on the edge of their seats here. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Learning about toast. Um, okay. So we all have different paradigms, but I feel like this one for me is the one that sort of is the core the core old paradigm and then the the core of what I'm creating as the new paradigm. 
But for me, the old paradigm that I've allowed to get me stuck in certain situations and, and things is that in order to be loved, I need to do what people expect of me. So I need to live in a certain way and, and live up to people's expectations in order to be loved. I think a lot of people can um, relate to that. Absolutely. And new paradigm is that I need to love myself first and have my relationship with spirit first and foremost with myself. And in order to, and as I get better at self-care and self-love and what it means to have respect for myself, that through that, I am able to actually receive and be loved by others. Yeah. But, or to feel the love that yeah. was always there, maybe. Oops. To feel it. That, but that that's what I mean by receive it. Oh, okay. You know, mm-hmm. so to receive it fully versus mm-hmm. having any doubts and, and kind of like effing it up. Can I mm. say that? I can say that. Because of my old paradigm, right? Mm. Well, what did I do for them? I didn't, I didn't deliver X, Y, Z. So therefore, no, they don't really love me. Mm. I need to deliver first and then I'm worthy of love. Mm. So that's mine. I think a lot of people can relate. Yes. And boy, this is a, this is a lifetime topic, quite yeah. obviously. We can, and a long podcast. Yeah, and we can create a lot of episodes surrounding this topic. But that will do in the future. <laughs> For this one, we got to wrap it up. We got to wrap it up. You know why? You know, it's not your story that took up all the time. It's the IKEA outing. Which was also extremely important. (laughs) So anyways, this again is part two of a two-part series. Last week's episode was part one. And it all has to do with our amazing guided experience, our free guided experience called Wake Up Call for Your Soul, which talks about and helps you uh, through identifying your discontent and therefore your longing and what's keeping you stuck which is your paradigms. So make sure that you check out that free experience on cnntoast.com. Sign Get up it for our email can. list. Because I don't know how long it's going to be up. That's well, true. I think I, we're going to change. Well, we're going to actually change it. Maybe so. we could create a section that says free resources. Yes. And we can just archive all of these things that we put yes, out. Yes. Okay. okay. So if it's so not you'll find part it of there the- somewhere. <laughs> yeah. No matter when you listen to this, We'll we'll have that somewhere. So the, again, it's called the wake up call of your soul, and it's a guided experience. We we uh, present all of the concepts that we've talked about in this episode and the previous episode about longings and discontents and paradigms and all that sort of stuff. So if it sounded like something, hey, you want to get more clarity on, you want to spend more time in, apply it in a more mindful way to your life, knock yourself out. Get it. It's free. We put it up at siennaandtoast.com and you'll see it there. Okay. Ah, thank you for joining uh, us yes. again. We appreciate it. And we we really hope, our main hope is that we are a source or a channel of support and encouragement and light and love for you. Yes. So that's why we're doing this. Of course, we and we enjoy it too. 
but really we hope that it is making a positive difference in your life as we all journey on this life together. And don't forget, it's all about progress. Progress, baby steps, and not perfection. That's right. Progress, <laughs> not perfection. I love that. And if you enjoyed this podcast, please feel free to mention it to a friend. Share the resources. Share the free resource. Wake up call for your soul. You might know some people that might be interested in that. And until next time, this is Sienna. And this is Toast, inviting you to come and live your love story. We spend a third of our lives sleeping and dreaming, yet most of us have no idea what goes on during that time. I'm Kelly Sullivan Walden, and as a dream expert and best-selling author, I'm here to empower you to mine the gold from your nighttime dreams. Join me on the Kelly Sullivan Walden Show, part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network, available wherever you get your podcasts. Until we meet again, don't take your dreams lying down.